Hello, my lovelies. All right, this is a really personal story that happened this morning. Uh, well, I actually started yesterday. And I had an opportunity to do projectile emotional vomiting all over my husband. And like most couples, what's the thing that's at the top of the priority list that you need to live? Money, right? We all need money to live. But, you know, we've been laid off. We've been, you know, without jobs before. I mean, we know how it goes, okay? So it's not a secret. It's nothing new. We just handle it differently now. Because I remember in my 20s and 30s, uh, we were not together then. Uh, we were both with different people. And I can only say my side of the story. Um, for me, it was the situation that would cause the projectile emotional vomiting. Right? You know, if you would, why can't you? I want you to. I need you to. Right? Fill in the blank. If you could just... Right? The finger pointing. Because you're at your wit's end. You're just, you're tired. And you don't know how to communicate in an effective way without blame. Okay, that was my 20s and 30s. That was me. And as I've gotten older, um... The universe would always throw a lifeline after I verbally assaulted my partner, right? Because, and it's no excuse. Um, I didn't know any better. I couldn't and wouldn't control my emotions. And... In most cases, the partner didn't deserve to be an emotional punching bag. There was one. There was one. Didn't like to to work. Was not his thing. (laughs) I've always been a hard worker. You show up on time. You do your shift. You, You do what you're supposed to do. You don't make excuses. You know, I gotta be coughing up a lung before I you know, miss work. That's just who I've always been. You go to work. That's what you do. Got to make money. Got to keep a roof over your head, uh, food in your kids' mouth. You know, there's bills to pay. That's that's the only way I know how to make money is working hard. And uh, in my 20s and 30s, if I quit a job and I didn't have another job lined up, you know, it was going to get tight. It was going to get real tight and real scary, real fast. And I like to say that I've learned from my mistakes on how to handle financial issues. I just do them better now. 
I still say what I have to say, but I don't point the finger at my significant other. So my husband and I have been together, it'll be 12 years in August. We had our first date August 24th, almost 12 years ago. And shortly after we moved in together, we both lost our jobs. <laughs> We're in our 40s and we both lost our jobs back in 2010-ish. And we've been through a couple of different uh, companies in the last 12 years. And then last year in 2020, we both lost our jobs again, both of us in our 50s. Now, our story isn't special. I know this. I'm not stupid. We're not the only ones suffering right now. I get it. The point of this is the projectile emotional vomit that I've learned to barf on my own shoes versus doing it towards the person I care about, the, the man that I live with, my best friend. And we're both working part-time right now, and we've managed to keep our home. We've managed to stick it out. We've managed to still eat. We've managed to... You know, we're, we're okay. We're okay. But for how long? For how long? That's, you know, we've been barely surviving like a lot of other people. This is just my story that I'm just sharing with you. And people who listen to my podcast know we have separate accounts. He makes his money. I make my money. We both put into the pot. That's our together bills. Okay. Keeps us in line. Keeps us in check. It's what works for us. Um, right now, things aren't so good. Things are extremely tight. And I'm, and I'm worried. Now, of course, I'm not going to lay down and die. That's it's never happened before, right? You just keep going. You got to get more creative. You got to get, you know, you got to hustle a little more. So we decided to hike the A. It's Maxwell Trail in Fort Collins, Colorado. It's a little trail, you know, just something to get our minds off of things and you know, uh, last night I asked him, you know, what is my portion for the month? And it was a hell of a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And I was like, okay, I got to figure some shit out. And it weighs, it's weighing heavily on me. But I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, he covers whatever I can't. Okay. But I, I want to make sure that I cover my half. That's important to me. Okay. So don't, I don't need your advice. I don't need your opinions. I don't need any of that. I'm telling you what's going on right now. 
and how much I've grown as a person. Because as my being in a committed, loving, respectful, compassionate, honest relationship, at the end of the day, it's the most important thing that I have. And being the hardworking person that I am, I like paying my debts. I have learned to respect them. I have learned to, um, if I get like my car loan, you know, I owe on my car. Somebody at the institution said, yeah, go ahead and give her the money to buy that Jeep. So I need to be respectful of paying it back because that's the right thing to do. Here, we're trusting you with this money and you pay it back. Here are the terms. Here's the loan. Da, 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 da. Well, it's the same thing in my household. We both contribute towards the household. That's important. That's being an adult. That's how our relationship works. He picks up where I can't. Okay. And then, you know, when I can, I pay it back. Zero interest. (laughs) But anyway, so we get to the top of the A. And I'm about, I would say a good 50 yards to the top. And um, I just start running. And my husband knows going uphill, I'd rather run than walk. So as I'm running, I feel my heart getting heavier. And I start welling up. And I'm, I'm like ready to burst into tears because I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I know I know at the end of the day, everything's going to be okay. I know that. My life is over 80% beautiful. This is just a moment in time that is fleeting. And I'm talking my way through it so that I'm okay and I don't hurt the person I love most in the world. So I'm running up there. And I'm just, I get to the top and I'm just, I'm just tears are just running down my face. And I don't think my husband's paying attention. I'm like, um, hello? And he looks at me, he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, do you not, do you not see what's happening right now? I'm, I'm having an emotional moment. And I don't know if it's literally you don't see it or you don't know how to handle it right now. And he's like, I don't even know what's going on right now. And I'm like, okay, at least you're honest. You don't understand what's happening to me right now. And he goes, talk to me, tell me what's going on. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. And I'm like, babe, I'm, I'm in the hole here. I don't know what to do. And you know, he's going to, he's going to take care of it. He's going to be, he's going to take care of it. It's going to be all right. Don't you worry about anything. It's going to be all right. And I'm like, you're not understanding that my goal is to take care of you for the rest of your life. That is my literal goal is to take care of everything financially. That's where I want to be. 
he's like, I can't go without working. You know, I, I can't do that. And I'm like, I know you'll find something to do. You know, you're just that type of man. You, you like to work. But that is literally my goal is to make enough yearly income so that you don't have to work. And, you know, he tells me it's all going to be okay. And that, you know, he's feeling the same thing too. The stress of not knowing what the future holds, especially when you're over 50, it's like... (laughs) And for the most part, we are fucking lucky to have one another to be honest with one another and so he was like okay babe you know we need to you need to be more positive right now you need to you know and I'm looking at him like you know what 80 90 percent of the time I am so blessed and so grateful but then reality slaps you in the face and it stings it stings I have the right to be upset about it once in a while And he goes, okay. So I got to say what I wanted to say without hurting him, hurting us, or hurting myself. I just told him the truth. And that's all he wants from me is the truth. That's all we want from each other is to tell the truth. I don't want to be his, he's I don't want to be his punching bag bag. He's never made me his punching bag. You know, I don't want him to be my punching bag. He doesn't deserve it. And using those I statements are huge. That's a game changer right there. I wish I could give you the life that you deserve. And I know he wishes the same for me. I, I you know, wants to do the same. But that pride and that ego can get in the way of those things. But when I said, reality slaps me in the face. When it does, it stings. And I'm allowed to have feelings about it. And the greatest thing he could ever do is just let me have them. That's all I needed is let me feel this so I, so that I can get through it. And he did. And I was still feeling angry and not at him, angry at the situation. And he was like, Hey, if you have the urge to run, you know, as we're going down the hill, you know, go right ahead. And I seized the opportunity And I ran about a mile back to the Jeep because the dam had broken and I had pretty much um, guided it where it needed to go. But there was still a little bit of me that uh, didn't feel like I could control, like old, the old person that I used to be. So I decided to run. And run as hard as I could till I got to the Jeep. And by the time he got back to the Jeep, he was like, whoa, what happened to you? All of a sudden you were, I couldn't even see you anymore. 
And I was like, yeah, I needed to, I needed to get that bad juju out. That's, it needed to happen. And he was like, okay. And then we went and had, um, we went to Cafe Bluebird in Fort Collins there. And it is, (laughs) I had the best omelet I ever had in my life there. Oh, Cuban pork, uh, smoked ham. They put um, pickled onions on it. There was uh, pickles and cheese and a spicy uh, mustard seed on there. Things I would never put on an omelet. And I was, it was one of the specials. She read off three specials and they were like, by the time she was done with the third one, I didn't even understand anything anymore. I was like so overwhelmed with all the deliciousness that she was describing. And I said, you know what, whatever that first one was, bring me that. I'll, I'll try that. And I'm the type of person that I, when my husband and I met, I always ordered a chicken burrito at a Mexican place. I always got uh, sesame chicken at an Asian place. Like I never deviated because I know what I like and I'm not going to go venture out. <laughs> Variety? No. Nope, nope, nope. But um, before we got to the Cafe Bluebird, I got a text message asking if I could um, come in to take somebody's shift. And I'm actually on time and a half now. And I'm like, huh, that's an extra hundred bucks I could make for coming in. I'm like, hmm. Okay, universe. Thank you. So, yeah. So my projectile uh, emotional vomit, I just spilled all over my shoes. And then an opportunity presented itself. I was like, whoa, universe. Whoa. Whoa. And here's the other thing about vomiting on my own shoes. I don't have to apologize. I can't tell you how many times when that emotional dam broke and I would unleash fury and drown what was ever right in the wake. Some of you know what I'm talking about. I'd have to come back and apologize for verbally drowning somebody or people because of that. And then I feel like a jackass. I feel stupid. I feel like, you know, that was really uncalled for. You didn't, you didn't need to go that far for a situation. That's nobody's fault. Right. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Can't say that you don't, but that was part of the growing process for me was, using those I statements and letting the universe know I need help. And when that text message came through, it was like the universe was like, okay, help's on the way. It's not going to be the way you want it to be, but I'm going to help you. And so I picked up that extra shift. I got to get ready for it. Starts at two o'clock and I'm trying to finish a crochet blanket. I got a lot going on. Somebody put in a custom order, but that is the point of today's podcast is how many you find yourself that emotional damn breaks and whatever in the path gets drowned 
with verbal and emotional uh, abuse, right? They didn't deserve it. It's just part of what's going on right now. So I projectile vomited all over my shoes. It was a great release. I got to uh, feel the way I want to feel and say it in a constructive way so that my partner understands where I'm coming from. There's zero blame. There's zero animosity. There's zero finger pointing. It's growth that I have to grow up and take care of my fucking business because it's my responsibility. It's not anyone else's. It's mine. I don't always know what to do or where to turn, where to go. That's part of being human. But the other part of being human is figuring out what you need to do to get to the next step. And that's what I'm doing. 